This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool's grip on the Champions League has come to an end on what was a bizarre night at Anfield. For two and a half years, we had an exceptional ride in the Champions League. It's like we've had party after party after party in the Champions League, pretty much. And it was tonight a party. It was everything was set. It was great. Crowd exceptional. The stadium, everything showed up in in the best in the best way. The boys delivered super game, fought hard, played well, scored wonderful goals, but we lost. So that's it. The ride's over for now in Europe and more from Jurgen Klopp to come. I'm Guy Clark and this is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel. On a night, Atletico Madrid came from 2-0 down to win 3-2 in extra time, knocking Liverpool out of the Champions League at the last 16 stage, 4-2 on aggregate. And what a different tale it could have been after Liverpool's genie came to the fore again on a big European night at Anfield, his header before half-time levelling the scores on aggregate before we went into an action-packed extra-time period where Adrian was the man to take the headlines and not for the right reasons. Well, we'll get into that Jurgen Klopp's press conference as well, plus a number of our regular fan contributors with their say too. Before all of that though, let's get ourselves over to Anfield and hear what the Echo's Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst made of the night's events. Liverpool's defence of the Champions League is over after a 3-2 defeat here against Atletico Madrid at Anfield. Uh, the Reds go out 4-2 on aggregate. Um, that's not the, the full story though, it must be said. Liverpool probably deserve to go through on balance. Um, we played extra time here after a, what was a, a really fantastic atmosphere and, and a great European occasion, but uh, Liverpool just couldn't find a way past um, Jan Oblak, particularly uh, in the second half. The Slovenian goalkeeper was in inspired form. Uh, but Liverpool started well, Genie Van Aldum uh, rose highest from across to head home. Uh, Danny Anfield rode in there to give Liverpool uh, an excellent first half start, but uh, he couldn't find a second, he needed a second after the 1-0 defeat in Madrid three weeks ago. Uh, the second eventually arrived in extra time, Roberto Firmino um, once again thwarted by Ablach, he saved it onto the post, but the Brazilian tapped in for his first goal at Anfield this season. Uh, but that doesn't tell half the story. Liverpool absolutely battered the door down in the second half. Atletico Madrid was stationed on their six-yard box for virtually the entirety of the second half, throwing in blocks and tackles. But it was All Black who was the star of the show, the uh, the Slovenian, keeping out Trent Alexander-Arnold, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Sadio Mane, Andy Robertson. Robertson headed against the crossbar. Liverpool really did everything they could to try and uh, and get that elusive goal. But um, Let's go responders. Liverpool look to be going through, but uh, Marcus Llorente off the bench for the uh, subdued Diego Costa. He scored um, a little bit of, well, it was a fault for, from Adrian, it must be said, on a night when um, Atletico Madrid showed the quality of their world-class uh, goalkeeper. Liverpool were left to rue the absence of their own in Alisson Becker. The Spaniard there uh, couldn't keep up Llorente's killed efforts after a poor clearance. Um, and uh, Llorente struck again uh, to shock Liverpool. And then Alvaro Morata in the final seconds of the game put the finishing touches on the result. But uh, by then it looked like Liverpool were heading out anyway. They still needed two. And Liverpool's defence of the Champions League ends here at Anfield. Would you believe um, they're still going to win the Premier League? They're still going to be lots to uh, to admire between now and the end of the season for the Reds. But it feels like this European adventure is kind of 
put the brakes on the season now. Um, Liverpool probably don't have a whole lot left to play for other than chasing down that 100-point tally in the Premier League once the title is confirmed with two wins over the next eight games. Uh, the European adventure is over. Jürgen Klopp has finally lost the two-legged European tie um, as Liverpool manager. Um, they go again in September, but for now, Liverpool are out of Europe. Paul Gorse with his verdict as Liverpool's hold on the Champions League ends with defeat to Atletico Madrid and Anfield. Of course, Jurgen Klopp's record of never losing over two legs in Europe's now gone. But in what bizarre circumstances it was. Well, let's hear now what he made of how the action unfolded. Jurgen, especially given the performance in normal time tonight, I'm guessing you must feel that you didn't deserve to lose in that fashion. In your view then, how did that game get away from you in the I think everybody who saw the game tonight know that it was could have been different. I thought I, I, I loved our first 90 minutes or 95 minutes, however, how long it ever was. Our main mistake tonight was that we scored the second goal too late. We scored, we scored in extra time and not uh, in the 90 minutes, so that's, uh, that was our fault. Um, but when you see a team like Atletico with um, packed with world-class players in their positions and they play the way they play, that's the most difficult thing to do, to face. That's how it is. Um, it doesn't give you always, but we did exceptionally well. We played exactly in the spaces we have to play. I loved the football we played. I loved how we used the half space. I loved how we used our triangles, squares on left and right side, how we passed the ball, how we came to the finishes. We wanted to have first touch crosses we had, and how we scored the first goal, super goal. Um, we caused them more problems than probably people thought after the first game. Against a defensive setup like that, cause a team that many problems is really, is really exceptional. So I love that. But we scored a second goal, all good, and then everybody saw the, their first goal. Come on, if you lose and we lost tonight, you do it always for different for some reason, and they are always different. And tonight, of course, um, yeah, that pass was now not really helpful. Adrian is a super player, I love the boy, but it's um, this moment. Wrong decision, didn't hit the ball right, I don't know. Um, is it then necessary that they scored a goal? No, but when he, when he, finished, when he finished the situation off, Adrian is still on the way back, not right positioning, so it was a bit easy to, to finish that situation off, I would say. Um, and in that moment, usually conceding a goal is part of football and should not have a massive influence, but in this moment, momentum changed. Before that, Madrid thought, wow, how should we, shall we cope with that? In that moment, everything what was natural before that, how we played, how, how we were positioned, what we did, felt, it was not easy, but it felt just natural, right? And then it changed now different, so they now, ah, okay, it could be our game tonight. So we became a bit stiff and they became a little bit fresher legs, whatever. Um, and in the end, they scored two more goals and we didn't. So we lost both games. Congratulations to Atletico. They are through. Um, but it really... It, I said it now already to pretty much all TV stations. I'm a really a under-average loser, to be honest, at least tonight. If I would say all the things I have in my mind, I would look like the worst loser in the world. So that's a better stop here. One more ask you, what else do you want to say? Oh, yeah, but funny, I don't say it. It's just about the way they play, I just don't get it. I don't get it. But that's right. The winner is right. That's how it is. In what way? 
Now you now you don't don't lose respect because you with with the questions you ask further because you should know already. If not, then you didn't see the game. I will just ask one final thing, Jürgen. I just wonder though, what a disappointment, what an impact a disappointment like tonight has on the season. Nothing, no 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 impact. Come on, we we tried everything for two and a half years. We had an exceptional ride in the Champions League. It's like we we had party of the party of the party in the Champions League, pretty much. And it was tonight a party. It was everything was set. It was great, crowd exceptional. The stadium, everything showed up in in the best in the best way. The boys delivered super game, fought hard, played well, scored wonderful goals, but we lost. So that's it no impact on nothing. So we have now more time to prepare the Premier League games. Obviously, we will see how the how the season will go on. Nobody knows that, obviously, in the moment exactly. Um, and that's it. How is that? We had we had we were lucky in moments in the Champions League when we went through for some reason. Usually we really deserved it, but there were lucky moments as well. Um, tonight we are out. How is that? Atletico won both games. They are deserved in the next round. So now, from now on, we will watch Champions League instead of be part of. Um, but everybody knows we will come again and we will go again. Um, thank you to everybody who helped us on that ride. But for tonight, it's just now it's over. I cannot change that um, anymore. But there will be no impact. This game, 120 minutes. I didn't have no time so far to ask the boys. They, we look tired as well, of course. Um, so hopefully they are all fine. And then we have now like three days or so to prepare the derby and then we will play that. Then that's how it is. That's the impact what the game has. But going out has no impact. Um, have you got a chance to speak to Adrian? No. Come on, he's a man and he knows that. He should, everybody says, that's how it is. We will not blame him for a second. What you do, I don't know, but stay respectful. So that would be really nice because he didn't want to do that. He, he saved us in so many moments when he played. He a, since he's here, he had super performances. Yeah, this goal didn't help tonight. But that's how it is. I said, if you lose a game, you always lose it for some reason. They are different. And tonight, this was not the moment when we lost the game. But it had a big impact. So we should not... Um, Say it was not like this um, because it was obvious, but that's it. We scored, we, we conceded more goals after that, and we didn't score the goals in other situations. It was all we had plenty of reasons why we didn't go through, but how it is in life, especially when your job is in public, then people judge you. But he's a man, a grown man, and he will deal with that, and um, we will help him with that. But I don't think he needs it, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry? After the match. Yeah. Did you say about the special uh, the world, I mean, to the Robertson? Because today is uh, his birthday. So After the game, if I ever say anything to Robo. He has been on good mood. No, we sang this morning for him already, so... Um, no, I mean after the match. Why should I say... Hey, what should I say <laughs> after the... What should I say after... It's not just uh, We congratulated him this morning and sang for him. Is it a tradition in Spain that you say after in the night time do it again or what? I don't know. There was nothing to say about his birthday anymore. Okay. Jürgen Klopp speaking with the media following the Champions League elimination at the hands of Atletico Madrid. Time now to switch gear though and hear from our regular contributors and those in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group as well. Ross Strachan with his take to come, but first is Matt Whitty. Well, it won't be a fourth European final in four years for us after we were knocked out at home by Atletico Madrid and Anfield this evening. 
and it was such a disappointment. I think after the after the first leg, I was I was really worried about this tie, and oh, well, I was worried about it before before the first leg. Really, I just thought they were exactly the kind of team that that uh, that we'd struggle against. And I thought over the over the over the first ninety minutes, I thought we played we played really well, and we really should have put them to put them to bed. Um, we obviously got the goal through uh, uh, through Wijnaldum stepping up with a big big uh, big goal in Europe again with a with a cracking header after a brilliant brilliant cross from uh, Trent Alexander Arnold and I thought both both fullbacks were were excellent but I thought Wijnaldum and Alex Oxlade Chamberlain were absolutely sensational in the middle and uh, Mane and Salah were both both lively both both played well as well and. You just felt that we really needed to make those chances count a bit more. We had chances from um, Alexander Arnold, a couple from a couple from Mane, um, a couple of shots from Oxlade Chamberlain, um, Salah as well came very very close. Robbo hit the bar. Just wasn't uh, wasn't our night in that in that first ninety minutes. And Oblak made some some good saves, and we know he's a he's a very good goalkeeper. And then it goes to goes to extra time. And we get off to a great, a great start into extra time with the goal from Firmino. Bit of luck with the uh, with the header coming back off the post straight to him, and he and he tapped it in after brilliant work from from Ronaldum down down the right. And at that point, you're thinking, okay, Atletico have got to come on to us. Um, let's see what they've got. There might be some more gaps open up. And it was an absolute gift um, under no real pressure. It was a, a completely routine back pass to Adrian. And he just picked out one of the two or three Atletico Madrid players that were within 60 yards of him. And then it was just a simple pass and then curled into the corner. And I think Adrian, to compound the first error, sort of slipped and couldn't make it into the into the corner because it didn't go right into the corner either. And I thought from that moment on, we really struggled. Um, it took the life out of us a bit. And I thought our heads dropped a little bit. Uh, I thought our decision making wasn't quite as good. I thought just before the second goal, um, I think it was a run from Wijnaldum and he ran into a crowd of players on the left. I think he was looking for a foul, but I'm not really sure it was. Um, and it was just you know there, there was there was just a lot more room and and, and an overlapping overlapping player on the right that he that he missed. Then Firmino gets the ball under a bit of pressure, loses it pretty pretty easily, and then they break up and there doesn't look much on. A simple pass in and we're sort of jogging back and then it's just passed into the corner basically curled into the corner again Adrian just got just got nowhere nowhere near it and then we just never looked like scoring in that last 10 or, 10 or 15 minutes at all in the, of the uh of, of the second half of of extra time and it was um it wasn't really a, a great surprise to be honest with to see uh Atletico finally breaking and Morata tucking tucking it away with uh, Van Dijk sort of lingering up front quite a bit as well, and yeah, we just couldn't get back for uh, couldn't get near him in there uh, again, being at the near post. So not to be, uh, we're out of the European Cup. We're not going to be European champions um, this season, which is a big disappointment after a pretty disappointing uh, uh, four weeks really since since the winter break. Um, you know. Obviously, overall today was a was a much much better performance than we've seen in in the last last few weeks, and we will have the uh, the bonus of of picking up the league, which is probably what we what most of us want more than more than anything else. But 
there's no way there's no way they can enjoy going out of uh, out of the European Cup, um, especially uh, so so close after going out of the of the FA Cup as well. So yeah, back to the league and the derby, and we'll be looking for something to to cheer us up a bit and remind us of what we've got coming against Everton on Monday. Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Atletico Madrid game. Hugely, hugely disappointing result there in the end. I thought Liverpool were the better side throughout the whole game, the 90 minutes, and somehow we've managed to throw. We've got ourselves in front. We've got the two goals we needed, and we've somehow conspired to throw it away. It's a silly mistake from Adrian. And yeah, that's, it's almost it's almost shock what's happened then. It just didn't see it coming at all. I thought for the first 90 minutes, I thought Liverpool were excellent. Played some lovely stuff, absolutely played Athletic off the bat. You know, they came with a game plan, obviously. Keep things tight. They offered not little to nothing really up front. They had everyone behind the ball. It was just coming back straight to them. Attack after attack from Liverpool. Yeah, we were quite wasteful in front of goal. We had multiple chances. I wouldn't know what, like to know what the shot count was in the end. It must have been 20, 30 plus. Missed multiple chances. It's a really disappointing way to go out there. Been a disappointing few weeks with the uh, way results have gone. And yeah, I'm in shock. I haven't really got the words to, to explain it. It's just. It's just one of them days at the office, isn't it? It just wasn't meant to be. And I had that feeling from the beginning. Again, I've said this a few times. I had the feeling something just wasn't something wasn't right in the air. It just it wasn't going in, and I had that feeling about it. But like I say, let's go. They offered absolutely nothing in that first 90 minutes. I was almost, you know, if the podcast would have finished after 90 minutes, I would have said, "Let's go." We were absolutely terrible. They didn't offer. And, and, and they were, if that's the frustration, they're not a good side. Yes, they're disciplined. Yes, they're organised. Yes, they've done a job on us with an element of luck. How many shots did they have? I don't know. But, you know, that doesn't matter. They've won the game, haven't they? So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to slag them. They've done the job. They've done all the dark arts, time wasting and all that. And towards the end, especially in stop, um, extra time, we were getting wound up by that, which we shouldn't have done. So, yeah, we're out. The league title now. We need to get this wrapped up soon. This coronavirus is striking hard. Everyone's panicking. We need to get this wrapped up. It'd be an absolute nightmare if you were playing games without any fans there or you were winning titles without fans there or, or you, God forbid what could happen. But let's just get, let's get this title wrapped up with the next two games before this international break and then at least that's done. We can enjoy it. That's what we wanted when all said and done at the beginning of the season. That's what we're going to get. Yes, we've had a blip the last few weeks. We've had been knocked out of a couple of competitions, and you know you can't win them all. We're still the main European champions. We've won that last year. We're going to be the Premier League champions this year. We build again for next year. So it's all positive. Like I say, we'll go again. Everton, look forward to that. Monday night, get the results, and then a huge party, as long as this coronavirus doesn't strike us, on the Saturday, Palace, the two wins, titles in the bag, and let's just have a party till the end of the season. Come on, Liverpool!
Ross and Matt, two of our regular contributors here on Postgame with their say. And in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group, Nathan Madsen writes, two seasons ago, that was the standard of our number one. Liverpool played really well. Fair play to the boys. Full of heart and want. Disappointed? Yes. But let's get this league wrapped up and go again next year. You'll never walk alone. Keith Holden says, I certainly will not be criticising any of the players tonight, regardless of how we conceded the goals. This is Jürgen's first two-legged defeat since he's been at Anfield, which shows how dominant we've been in Europe, and this squad has given us some brilliant nights over the last four years. Everyone gave it their all, but unfortunately we came up against a keeper who is on par with our own world-class Brazilian. It's been fun while it lasted. We'll dust ourselves off and go again next season as English League champions. Roll on Monday. Let's beat the Toffees. You'll never walk alone up the Reds. James Philpott also says... Devastated for the boys tonight, played Atletico off the park to a man. All that hard work undone by a terrible mistake. Time to count down to the biggest party in the land on the 18th of May. Well, more to come after this. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool's 42-game unbeaten home run coming to an end tonight, with the Reds losing for the first time at Anfield since the League Cup defeat to Chelsea back in October 2018. Amazingly as well, it was the first defeat in Europe at home since the autumn of 2014, so almost five and a half years since losing to Real Madrid at the group stage back in October 2014. Let's now on post-game hear the thoughts of Steve Dawson, but not before Nathan Davidson. I think we we can't be too harsh on the lads today. They gave it a really good effort. The quality was there, the intensity was there, especially in the first half. The the tempo was really good. Everything seemed to have a purpose. We were moving the ball around and we were really causing problems. But I think today the lack of an early goal really hindered us because that would have been really give us the chance to push on. But it was not until just before half-time where Ginny... With a great header, he's, he's getting a knack of doing this in the Champions League now. Uh, he just, it's that triangle that was working so well down that right hand side with Chamberlain, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, and Salah. And Oxlade Chamberlain does well, the cross comes in, and it's you've got to say it's a really good header from Ginny Wijnaldum in at the back of the net. And then we're evens on aggregate. Second half, we started really well, it was really good pressure. We had them penned in for a lot of the game, really. We did have them penned in and we were, we were just keeping them in their own third. But we know we're Atletico are about the such a good team defensively. They'll happily sit there with 25%, 30% possession and they'll just defend for their lives. Whether it be dragging someone down so they can regroup. They've been doing this for years and they're so well drilled at it. It was always going to be a tough task. You've got to say that the only the only thing you can really point out in the whole 90 minutes that for me was a little disappointing was and it wasn't even really until the second half we had a couple of corners that <coughs> started to uh, not beat the first man which was a bit of an issue but with the amount of corners that we had it was uh, you can't expect them all to be great but I thought the boys did really really well tonight give it a really good go Oxlade-Chamberlain deserves a mention he was everywhere I was a little bit surprised that he got took off 
at the time that he did. I thought it was maybe going to be uh, Ginny coming off, even though he did get the goal. But um, no, I thought Oxford Chamberlain did really well tonight. Um, then we go into extra time, and you were just thinking, oh, into extra time, we we've got every chance of making this another special night at Anfield, but wasn't to be tonight. It did seem like it might be for a short period of time when Firmino put us 2-0 up on the night. Uh, yeah, it was great work down the right-hand side from Ginny Wijnaldum. He just takes on uh, takes on the Atleti left-back, bombs down the right-hand side, puts a great ball in, and uh, Firmino's headed it, and it's actually hit off the post, and then it comes back out for a tap-in to put it away. But then we just seemed a bit shell-shocked after what happened next. Um, it's a mistake by Adrian. There's no getting away from that. Uh, the ball comes back to him from Trent, and he's he's going to kick it, play it quickly, and he's passed it straight into the pass of Joe Joe Felix, and then he does well, draws the defenders around him, then plays the pass to Lorient here, who curls it into the bottom corner. Uh, it did seem to take a little bobble of shot, but you could maybe question if. Uh, Adrian could do a little bit better there, but I think it was a good finish and um, the mistake had already been made really at that point. But then just on the brink of the uh, end of the first half of extra time, I let it get the ball. Morata does well. He came on later on and had that bit of energy and he held up the ball, found uh, Lorient again and it was a great finish as he's put it into the bottom corner. You could maybe see wasn't there wasn't enough closing down but it was on the break and we weren't really setting our defensive positions but yeah it's just a just a shame when that one goes in because that was a killer like with what we've seen at Anfield before you you still had that little bit of belief but it just made it really really difficult from there then for me I feel I feel we should have had a penalty um not too long after their second in extra time Manning breaks into the box and for me on first view, and it was a clear, clear obstruction. Um, I'm not too sure how that wasn't given on VAR or anything like that. For me, 100% should have been a penalty. Maybe it was just me um, on my first sight. Maybe it doesn't look as bad when I watch it back, but for me, it certainly looked to be a clear penalty there. And then right at the very, very death, it's uh, Alvaro Morata. They play a good ball through, and he just takes it into the box and slots it away, and then that's it. All over and done. Summarise though, I don't, I can't really pick too many faults with our performance today. I thought we tried really. Hard. I thought Salah did well on the right hand side. He was constantly trying things. We just maybe something you could pick out was we didn't quite get enough shots on target. With the uh, amount of times we were in their final third, that was maybe the only thing you could, you'd probably want to improve on looking forward, but. Yeah, the pressure that we kept them under, the way we moved the ball about. I thought John John Ennison, since he came back in, um, he did really, really well. He was also playing in that deeper role tonight with Fabinho um, originally on the bench. But um, yeah, he was spraying passes about, and I thought I thought he looked back not too, but not too far away from uh, full fitness. He looked really, really good tonight. It leaves one big concern for me though, with us out of the Champions League now. Oh, obviously deflated, but. Um, we can't d- doubt that this has been an amazing season. We look on course to win the Premier League. I still can't say that we're definitely going to win it until it happens with what's happened in the past. But it would take a horrific collapse for that not to happen now. Oh, it would take 
something absolutely stupendous to stop us winning it. Like we we you would assume that we're gonna gonna go on to win this. But I just don't know how I feel about say we do go on to win it and we've got nothing left to play for in the league. It just means we've got nothing to compete for for the rest of the season. And I, I worry how that will affect us going into the start of next season after the Euros and stuff. Like, I just, yeah, I would have liked to have had some competitive games for the rest of the season to give us something to fight for, whether that had been the FA Cup or the Champions League. Um, yeah, it's just a shame, really. I think um, it's just a, a feeling of deflation overall. But as I say, we gave it a good go, and you've just got to credit Atletico. The uh, in the vital moments, the uh, pounced on out, pounced on any mistakes, and uh, really took the game away from us this evening. Steve Dawson on Liverpool getting knocked out of the Champions League by Atletico Madrid. Watch this one in Sydney. I'm visiting my daughter, and in this part of the world, it was a 7 a.m. kickoff, so not a good way to start the day. Yeah, what a shame. What a shame. If you look at the team sheet, I think it was the correct 11. Um, I was I was happy with it. Um, great to have Hendo back. You notice that Virgil van Dijk was always looking for Henderson when he had the ball and he provides that link up, doesn't he, between defence and attack so very well. At the moment, at the moment, he's, he's doing a much better job than Fabinho there and... Uh, I think it's correct. Fabinho wasn't quite ready for a game like this one. He's shown that he was just a little bit off the pace. It'll come. He'll get it all back. But it's good that we've got two players that can do that job so very, very well. Um, just again, looking at that starting lineup, it was just as interesting to see what Jurgen selected on the bench uh, in addition to how he set up on the pitch. And I noticed no Navi Keita, um, assuming there's no fitness issues there for Cater. I think that is uh, something that he's got to think about carefully, that in this situation where we just needed to win at Anfield, we had to win. We needed to score two goals against a good side that would be defensively very capable. Cater didn't make that squad. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a big supporter of, of his and I... He needs to turn things around. He's got to make an impression. He needs that run in the side, doesn't he? Um, it was all about defence for me today. Um, there were uh, a number of mistakes. Obviously, Adrian, we don't need to amplify. We could see what happened there. I mean, the poor clearance. I think he just needed to get some oomph behind it rather than hit it with his side foot. It was a spinning ball, but I think he just needed to put more behind it. Um, and then as the shot came in, he was sort of in mid-air, so he couldn't adjust himself quickly enough, and he was pretty static for the shot. Um, when Llorente scored, uh, I thought Gomez didn't play him correctly. Llorente was the only the only pass on the break there, and Gomez should have been tighter. He collected the ball with ease, had space to... Um, to work his way through players as they were closing on him and put the shot away very, very well. They, they finished well, didn't they? Atletico, there's no question about that. So I thought that was disappointing. I, I, it didn't end up in a goal, but why Trent gave away that foul in the 90th minute? A goal was scored, but it was rightly flagged away for offside. But why give away a free kick like that in the 90th minute of a game? Uh, there was no danger. That It was clear that the... 
as they were on the attack, Atletico had no ambition. They also just wanted to see out the 90 minutes and, and get to extra time. So Trent's decision making there to give away the foul, as I say, not as costly as what Gomez did and what Adrian did, but it could easily have been. And that's uh, some experience that needs to be gathered. Um, we talk about Adrian's slip-ups. You know, it makes us realise how lucky we are to have Alison Becker. But when we were trying to uh, negotiate for for Alison, there was also lots of talk about Jan Oblak and what a goalkeeper he is. Strong hands, made some good saves, particularly in the first two-thirds of the game. Denied us when we could have scored early and then just really ran away with it. Uh, so good goalkeeping from him and, and good defence from them in, in contrast to our own defenders. I thought Jimenez, who came on as a substitute, won an aerial duel with Virgil van Dijk um, when we were looking for a goal and he was strong. And I think, you know, it's those kind of challenges that make the difference. Oxlade-Chamberlain, I thought, had a good game. Probably the best I've seen him for... Well, maybe the best I've seen him in a Liverpool shirt when he hasn't scored. And I was very surprised when he was substituted. I don't know if that's a fitness issue, but that was an odd one to me. Although you you never you never reduced in terms of your your quality of the eleven on the field when James Milner comes on. But I was surprised at that. Mo Salah, I thought, was busy, had a good game, just didn't work out for him. His finishing wasn't the best at times. Tended to thrash at it rather than. Uh, put a little bit of thought into it, as he so often does. And I mentioned Trent's error of judgment in the 90th minute there. But other than that, I thought he was very involved in, in an attacking sense. He was he was very busy and put everything into it. I think he, he feels now that he's a player who the fans look to and, and the rest of the players look to as well. And if, if Trent's on his game, then Liverpool are are typically on his game. And you look at this now, and here we are in, what, mid-March? Not quite mid-March, and that's your season. Liverpool's season is done. We've won the league. And I've mentioned this before uh, in this setting, but I think we we should have put more into the FA Cup. Uh, I don't think we, we rested players for the Champions League. We can't We can't blame that on our... Elimination from this tournament, but it would be nice, wouldn't it, to have the FA Cup to fight for? We're a victim of our own success in many ways. You know, fans like to see entertainment and excitement all the way through to the end of the season. We're going to win the league, but the last two months of the campaign are going to be fairly meaningless, which means we have to we have to use that opportunity to um, consider how we'll invest in the summer and. Um, give our youngsters a good a good chance to show their worth um, and perhaps dissuade Jürgen from making too many investments in the summer if he feels that our, our youngsters are up to it. This is a great opportunity for us to do that now. Uh, but yeah, the Champions League, for me, just as you know, we all have our individual hopes and dreams, but the, the Champions League for me is, is always the big one. It's a big disappointment to go out, but Credit to Atletico Madrid. They're going to be a very, very difficult side for, for anyone to beat. Ah, look forward to those celebrations domestically, though. At Galasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. 
Steve Dawson following up from Nathan Davidson here on the post-game podcast. We're delving back into the Facebook group then. Johnny Wilmot writes, Look, we're all raw at the moment. Fact is, we've had an incredible few seasons. Won the Super Cup and the Club World Cup. Going to win the league in a couple of weeks. In relation to tonight's game, we simply didn't put away enough of our chances and got punished. The team will learn from this and we will be even stronger next season. Robert Hall says, I can hear the laughter all over England as we crash out of the Champions League. They will say our season is petering out and that just the league is somehow a failure. Well, I'm not accepting that. For 30 years, we've literally won every single cup available to win. But when we've won those cups, we've had to endure the comments, yeah, but when did you last win the league? So if anyone thinks I'm going to be disappointed, only winning what everyone in England calls the Holy Grail, you're very much mistaken. Bring on the victory parade. And David Elverson writes, the season when we only won the Super Cup, the World Cup, the Premier League for the first time in 30 years. Gutted, I tell you. Gutted. Well, on that theme, here's the last of our regular contributors for tonight, Mark Baker. Massively disappointing results. I don't think there's any other way to sum it up. I think it's... uh... A really hard one to take. Liverpool are by far a superior team to Atletico Madrid. And in the way the game played out as well, far superior in terms of the actual game, whether that be the, the 90 minutes or the extra time. Suffocated Atletico Madrid in their own half. I felt the tactics were outstanding by the manager, executed brilliantly by the players. Multiple chances um, which weren't taken inside the Atletico Madrid area and the Atletico Madrid defensive third. I think before the game, the big talking point was um, probably the non-selection of Fabinho, but I felt it was a good decision and it played out that way as well. I think Fabinho lacks in mobility. He's not the greatest mover on the pitch, but what he has been really fantastic at in the periods at the back end of last season and the start of this season was timing. Timing in when to be able to steal possession, his positional sense to be able to recycle and nick the ball away from opponents, restarting attacks for Liverpool, especially in high, in the opposition half. However, that timing's gone, and when that art of rhythm, lack of games, has meant that he hasn't been up to that level. And I think with that comes, if he isn't in the right position, if his timing isn't spot on, then he becomes cumbersome and he can lack legs and his mobility can be a problem in terms of players shuffling past him or not being able to get up to the ball, caught beyond the ball. So Henderson coming back into that position I felt was the right, correct decision and I thought he was outstanding in the game, as were the rest of the midfield players, Oxley chamberlain Vinaldum. But at any level of football, if you have a weakness, and especially at the elite level, you always carry the risk that it can come back and bite you. And we talked about, obviously, Klopp's evolution through his time at Liverpool and the fact that, statistically, Liverpool aren't a great deal different in terms of the opportunities they allow um, the direct opponents. But previously, in early in his, his reign, he was undone by individual errors from players who lacked the necessary ability operating as defensive third. And Liverpool have eradicated their matters because, quite simply, they've bought better players in them areas and elite players. However, with the exclusion through injury of Alisson, Adrian stepped in. 
and I must say it's been it's been coming for me again from the goalkeeper. I think he's looked a big weakness in terms of his actual technique. And it came to the fore today. It's such a crucial moment in the game. I mean, okay, so a, a poor clearance from the goalkeeper that can happen, but to then compound it with a second error and it's a key technical error as well in terms of elevating himself off the ground as the shot came in, not being set to face the shot. And the actual technique of the dive was all wrong. He shouldn't be getting beaten from that range, especially not with a, a shot at that power and trajectory into the goal. And it stunned Liverpool because Atletico Madrid were, were quite limited in terms of on the ball. Their shape is such that they take up such a deep position that it's very hard to get out when they actually gain possession of the ball. And I never felt they'd score a goal, if I was perfectly honest, unless a mistake came. And it did, it shell-shocked Liverpool. Obviously, the second goal is a is a major, well, probably the biggest moment in the game. And Liverpool were naive in that sense. At that moment, when Atletico Madrid gets a 2-1, Liverpool have to make sure that they go into that extra time just needing the one goal. And it sucked the life out of the stadium and the, and the side, if you like, of the uphill task that faced them. Firmino lost the ball on the edge of his area and Liverpool were counter-attacked. They just simply couldn't afford to be counter-attacked at that moment. Ball shifted onto the right-hand side and again past the goalkeeper. Obviously, the, the, the third goal, the game's gone by then. But it's telling again when Manasa goes through on his weaker foot and the goalkeeper ends up in a position where he's actually diving backwards, attempting to save the ball with his foot instead of a forwards motion, body weight forward and able to dive in a forwards motion. So, poor goalkeeping, poor technique and unfortunately that will cost you at elite level. Liverpool have eliminated that because of the the, the standard of play they have from 1 to 11. But it's what's cost them in the Champions League um, tonight. And that little bit of naivety in the one moment in which they, Firmino, surrendered the ball for the second goal. So real disappointment. But I thought Liverpool were fantastic in the game. I thought the performance really was. Weren't clinical enough. And I think that's been a common theme over the last few weeks of the... Highest players in Liverpool's side not taking opportunities. But the actual overall performance and the game plan and everything about the side bodes well for the future, really. So I think perspective after be offered after two Champions League finals and Liverpool close to going on and securing that Premier League title. But it does bring it back maybe to the fact that when you select a backup goalkeeper or backup players for a position in the, in the side, you have to make, the, make sure they're at a level where they won't cost you. Unfortunately, that's been the case tonight for Liverpool. Mark Baker with his take tonight as Liverpool are knocked out of the Champions League. Adrian, of course, a player who's been central and will remain so to the analysis of the defeat to Atletico. But on that note, Peter Byron writes in the Facebook group, really glad Bobby finally scored. Adrian, I won't forget what he did when Alisson was out. He got our Premier League off to a great start. Our players who I love, all of them, mistakes or not, have had superb seasons. Let's give our first team players who've had two full years on a break. Let's blood some young players over the coming months. Then we're going to have a fresh, strong, deeper squad to retain the Premier League and go for seven next year. You'll never walk alone, Adrian. Well, that is, of course, a strong message from Peter about the importance of Adrian in, on the season for Liverpool, while, of course, 
his disappointment will shadow the elimination from the Champions League. But there is plenty to keep a lookout for coming up on the Blood Red channel in the next few days. Analyzing Anfield, Alain LaRouge and of course the signature Blood Red podcast will all be with you ahead of Monday night's derby at Goodison. Until next time though here on Postgame, thanks as always for your time and company wherever you do get your audio on demand. But it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.